Hello, you're listening to Common Ride with me, a podcast about stunt-filled shows full of heroes. I'm James Dorrington, also known as Kip, and I'm your expert. I'm James Baker, I'm your newcomer. This week, we compare Tokuma Suntai Go Busters, Power Rangers, Beast Morphers. Hen... Shin... Buddy, and this week we have a, a special guest that is uh, Brandon from the Tokyo Black Hour. Hello, Brandon. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, man. Podcasting oh, yeah, no is like awesome. the best form of social distancing, which is something that we have yeah. to do right now. So we're practicing social distancing, quarantining ourselves, and getting this good podcast. <laughs> the only time you shouldn't cough into like a microphone is when you're on the Utah Jazz. <laughs> that that oh, didn't turn yeah. out too well for him. Yeah, I mean, no, we're yeah. go bear. What? Yeah, I mean, I ain't freaking out, but I ain't gonna go around purposely licking doorknobs right. and stuff either. Just you know what I'm point. saying? Like, at least have a little sense. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what's your podcast about, Brandon? Oh, uh, we do like a uh, news stories of the week kind of thing. Me and my co-host, we scour the internet looking for kind of funny, oddball kind of stories. You know, and then we'll take some stuff out of the news, news, and then we kind of got a comedic, comedic riff take. That's on every them. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, we drop uh, every Wednesday. You know, God willing, we got it's me and like four or five other people. So you know, with work obligations and whatnot, but we are yeah ninety eight percent every. That's Wednesday. a solid crew, five like members. Work. So yeah, you definitely dropping once weekly. Maybe not all you guys every week, but definitely get the job <laughs> done with five. Yeah, it's definitely a rotating cast. I, I'll always be there because I'm the one who records the shows, and then everybody kind of comes comes and goes as uh, they get a technician you know, as time permits. It. Yeah, I'm the producer, <laughs> getting these producer credits. So I have to ask: uh, When's the last time that like you thought about um, like Power Rangers or like Godzilla? Uh, well, Power Rangers I haven't thought of since like the original series, and it came out just as I was like technically too old to be watching it but it came on after school and i was always a huge <laughs> voltron fan so it was kind of it was kind of a little bit of nostalgia factor for isn't me that, you know and then uh i was say isn't that so funny oh, like just saying like too old to be watching something <laughs> you know what i mean like in today's age it's cool it's cool to watch stuff like this you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah yeah you know like i didn't i never felt bad about it but you know i, I you know my dad would come <laughs> on and be like what are you watching man come on you know like dude this comes on right before i think what yeah like, the animated series and like something else in that block and i was a huge fan of the animated series so yeah I, yeah i kind of checked it out before that came on like i said it wasn't you know it wasn't terrible yeah it's a little weird sometimes know, it like weird. definitely had that like very 90s like every week they're like at like some weird like food festival or oh yeah absolutely oh yeah absolutely it was quintessentially 90s for sure and then i just watched the new godzilla king of the monsters like a couple months ago and that blew me away i thought it was yeah, awesome. that was pretty yeah. good i mean i mean you got a lot of people complaining about not enough humans that's, but who comes to a godzilla that's my same argument for humans? those people like <laughs> i i enjoyed it i came for godzilla it didn't say godzilla versus the people <laughs> it said godzilla king of the monsters you know what i mean so 
I mean, what you're getting is in the title right, right there. I and the I mean, I get the complaint, but at the same time, I've like you said, I've, I, I'm not going to a Godzilla movie just to watch, you know, dialogue about why we're trying to stop Godzilla. Like we know already. Yeah, word man. I just need a little setup mm-hmm. about what's going on, and then bring on the Godzilla. And they did not disappoint. All of the monsters looked dope. They had their original powers for the most part, and a couple new ones. And I thought the fight scenes were awesome. You know, they yeah, they did really a really well good done. job with the skeletal monsters in that movie. But uh, I kind of wished when he was fighting. Uh, I always forget the um, King Ghidorah. The, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you already knew what I was about to say. Um, during that fight scene, like in a little. Uh, the little icy snow cap uh, set piece. I really couldn't see what was going on. It felt like I was like, my friend described it the best. It felt like he was looking through like a dirty glass. Like you're looking through like maybe the helicopter or something watching them fight. So maybe that's what they're going for. But I switched was like a little bit lighter. Kind of reminded me of uh, the episode of uh, uh, Game of Thrones when uh, they finally fought the uh, Night Walkers and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, overall good movie though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And like I was a huge big O fan back in the day. Anything with giant Big O. Oh Okay, my. yeah. Now you're yeah. talking. Anything with giant fighting big robots, o. man, count me in. I've thought about Rim, Big O for a long ass time. I thought it was great. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Big O rules. It is like it's kinda of, it's really weird, but the artwork is absolutely amazing and the voiceovers were good and the giant robot fighting scenes. Like I said, I'm always and a back then, for a like fighting robot. So there would just be things that like would come on that like it kind of felt like nobody was screening because like um that Gundam show we had that was like about like war and like child soldiers and that kind of stuff. And like I was like six watching that. Like, oh, this is so cool. What are they talking about? Like suicide bombers? I don't even know. Yeah, Gundam's kind of in my blind spot. Man, they do a lot of talking for, you know, I'm like, I'm like, when are we getting to the fireworks <laughs> factory with these giant robots? You know, like I was always more of a Robotech guy myself. And even then they got a little wordy, but they usually kept it with the Veritech action pretty good. So one show that like um, was like right as I was like leaving that like range was um Megas XLR. And it was like these like two guys in Jersey that found this like giant robot and they put like their like car on top of it like for its head and like it was like i just looked it up i never even heard of this Mega hmm, XLR. Hmm. yeah steve's song is like a lot yeah i hadn't heard of it either so i'll but definitely yeah. check it out but yeah i mean as far as like godzilla movies go i've seen like damn near all of them like my uh other co-host and my best friend is a huge godzilla fan he owns like every single movie you know so i've seen I've seen just about every damn one of them yeah and they're all Kip great. just introduced me to the uh, the shin godzilla film that came out a couple of years ago. That was oh, oh man, that, that was so awesome. amazing. Man, that was so much fun. Yeah, yeah Shin Godzilla rules. And I don't know, going back though, it's funny because you never realized how much human there are in those. And the plot's always ridiculous. Like <laughs> three quarters of the time, it's some kind of aliens coming down trying to control Godzilla. And, you know, usually there's some kid controlling him. I don't know. There's like seven movies it's weird. Um, like when where Godzilla's just like he's versus some super lame monster like a giant crab and like it's not even like a great fight scene but it's just like three hours long or something it's like really great yeah i mean yeah yeah you know the payoff's usually good but man sometimes it is a winding road (laughs) to get there for sure but it's all ridiculous i enjoy all of it it's it's awesome well um should we step over to our um like weekly topic what do you think do it right yeah sure thing
let's start this conversation. So, James, what did you like about Goldbusters? Ooh, I like it because um, it felt like um, compared to some sets that we've watched, and like we only watched like two other seasons so far. It felt like um, they were looking; they had like a much smaller cast, and they were much more understated. Like it felt like there was some care in the characters beyond "I'm pink and I'm blue" kind of thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm glad you said that because this is my first time watching a Sentai show other than Power Rangers in the last two that we um, visited earlier this year or at the ending of last year. But uh, I thought it was odd that it was just three Rangers, but it actually worked. Like you said, the smaller cast, um, the the characters felt a lot more personal that way. And they had their, uh, what's it called? Buster Buddies? Is that what what they're called or something like that? They're Buddy Roids? Buddy Roids. Yeah, they had their companion pieces, which kind of filled in the, like the holes of not having a full Ranger cast, but it absolutely worked. And I felt like this is probably the most compelling two episodes of a Sentai show that I've seen so far. They had the same thing in um like um, last week when we looked at like Hero Major, but also like these were much more like they felt like real characters, like versus like being loud. I guess like yeah, they're more grounded. Like like in the uh, some of the Kamarider shows that we visited and. Just like um, Beast Morphers, I felt like the the main character is a little bit too over the top for me. I mean, I'm in my going to my mid thirties, and I just can't take all that over the screaming and stuff. Like I just like it's just not entertaining to me. It's kind of annoying at certain points. But yeah, these characters felt really grounded. Um, Brandon, what do you think about Goldbusters? Uh, I, dude, actually, man, I wasn't hating it. You know, the they really stepped up their production values on these. I mean, there's. There's some spots where it's a little wonky, but overall, man, like it seems like they put a pretty decent budget behind this, you know, uh, you know, the characters are pretty good. They're a little angsty, especially compared to their counterparts, but, uh, it works. I kind of like how this one jumps straight mm-hmm. into the story and, uh, yeah, the buddy roids are, uh, they're a neat twist. One of them turns into a motorcycle, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty boss, yeah. you know? The other, yeah, the other two kind of got the shaft, though. I'm not sure what their buddy, do they buddy roids? Even yeah, I didn't even know what they were until I watched Beast Morphers. I got a lot more exposition from what they actually were from that. I'm like, oh, because yeah. they really never explained what the hell was going yeah, me on. me too. I'm Gold glad Bus. I'm not the you only one. You kind of had to figure out on your own. Or at least in the first two episodes. Oh, yeah, I'm with <laughs> yeah. you. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one, you know, because I was like, wow, if you yeah. don't watch this, Beast even like Morphers, when like you know, uh, the Red Ranger what? when he froze and then like the girl ran out of energy and uh, the Blue Ranger, uh, you know, overheated. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I just thought it was like they call it like a weak point. I just thought it was part of the, you know, the theme. But Beast Morphers actually pieced together like what exactly was going on. So I like that they did that. Well, luckily. Luckily, I watched the first Go Buster this morning so I could read the subtitles. Then I watched the other, then I watched the uh, Beast Morphers at work. So I'd already seen the episode oh. where they had the weakness. So when I watched the second Go Buster, I was like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, if I'd have went into it just, you know, blank, I was so lost. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like, why does he keep freezing? Like, I, I just, I was like, <laughs> can they explain why does he keep freezing? And they, they gave a little bit of exposition behind that. Man. Yeah. Can we talk about their, can we talk about their <laughs> I like how they explain them better because... in Go Busters than in Beast Morphers, though, because like it's kind of like just like, oh, you're animals versus your computers like in Go Busters. Yeah. 
Yeah, at least the Go Busters, I guess, makes a little more sense. I guess I'll save the weaknesses for the Beast Beast Morphers because theirs oh, are way more ridiculous. Yeah, for than sure. These, like when the girl put know? on the carrot, I'm like, come on! Like you didn't, he didn't have to get carrot. But uh, was I don't man? Yeah, I'll say I'll I'll save all that. But yeah, it's it's crazy. I do want to talk about the sunglasses. Constantly Yo, throwing show, out though, sunglasses because. Man, dude, do they just <laughs> got a bucket of them? They keep in the damn thing because they put on sunglasses. They like shoot across like the whole country to like come from a tunnel behind like a poster, then they throw off their sunglasses. <laughs> right, and then they like put on sunglasses every time they whip into their uniforms, only to have to throw them off because of the helmets. And they got some, the helmets have sunglasses. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird thing, and it carries over into Beast Morphers. Like I figured, it might just be a you know, go buster thing, but no, they carry that over into the other show. And I was just like, it's a weird, it's am I the only work, person that got a yeah. uh, doc vibes from enter when he was on like the roof? I was like, is this yeah, like a doc of, but, rip off or what? And then he started speaking French. I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on right here? <laughs> he had like a lot more like menace though, than like blaze did. <laughs> yeah. Blaze oh, yeah, had a Blaze's problem with like, Devin for real. He's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, damn, like, all of my man's back. Like, chill. <laughs> I can't believe they reached back into the 80s for their villain, though. That dude was yeah. so 1980s. He High felt very villain Cobra Kai, is ridiculous. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a little bit of a Karate Kid <laughs> ripoff at first. Blaze's dad would pay, like, a judge to say, like, he has, like, um, that, like, uh, you're, like, too rich, like, to be in jail. <laughs> Yeah, he's got <laughs> bone spurs. Yeah, I do like the Red Skull villain in Go Buster. You know, like the main villain's like a digital Red Skull looking it was, thing. It, it was, was so funny, cool. like watching yeah. this, like even talking about coronavirus at the beginning of the uh, pod. I'm just like, this up, ep- like both these episodes have a virus in it, and then the pod we're doing later this week also has like starts off with somebody coughing in it. <laughs> so I'm like, is everybody like virus and, and sick in the universe right now? Like I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's just how we scheduled our pods like during this week. So I'm it's someone like, that coughs a lot and like <laughs> it sucks that right now like there's everybody being like super paranoid. <laughs> like I just like have some more phlegm or something, but now people are like, Oh yeah. Oh, he's infecting you're, us. Yeah, you're getting death stares right now. <laughs> oh yeah, man. It's allergy season. So my my stuff, my sinuses are starting to kick in and yeah, I'm the same way. I'm just like Yeah, I have allergies just, too. It's so. just, you know, pollen. At one point, my girlfriend was scared to sit next to me. I'm like, look, I'm fine. Like, I'm absolutely fine. You know I got allergies. And then she calmed down. Hey, well, everybody's freaking out right now. For good reason. But, uh, um, like, one quick note, actually. Um, So, Brandon, like, our, like, main show that, like, we watch is, like, Common Rider that um, it tends to be, like, a little bit more, like, of, like, a general audience show, like, than, like, Sentai or Power Rangers. Like, it's, like, the kind of show that, like, you might be, like, less embarrassed, like, to watch. Know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be embarrassed to watch this now. These things roll. Yeah, yeah it's like a better Sentai than most. But like basically like um, this Sentai was like a soft like reboot, like to try and make it like appeal more to like teens and like adults and like have like less toys and be less oh, really? like over the top. And um, yeah, gotcha. So like compared to, to like some shows, it's kind of like more like mature, I guess is the right word. Got you, like more. Yeah, this is right up my alley. Kind of um, I really liked episode two too when we finally figured out how these kids end up being, you know, the uh, the busters. Um, yeah, I thought they were kind of like the chosen ones, but the um, the kid's dad put the virus in them at an early age, and 
um, teleported him out, which is pretty cool. And uh, I like the moment that the red and yellow Buster had towards the end because she straight up hated him. And then once she realized who he was, she kind of like turned the other cheek. But then he ruined it at the end of the episode <laughs> by talking shit to her. So that's like a little brother sister relationship going on. And then the blue Buster is like the I think they call it like the uh, the dad ranger or something like that. I saw somebody call it. Something yeah, kind of weird. So um, the blue rangers twenty eight, the red rangers twenty, and the yellow rangers eighteen. Mm-hmm. At least according to like the actors, like when they filmed it, which like yeah, I was. I was very confused. I was like, wow, that one kid is that much older. Yeah, when they said 13 years ago, I'm like, damn, how the fuck? (laughs) How the hell is he like already that tall? But it made sense. Um, James, I did want to ask you a question since you're the expert. So uh, after I watched episode one, I was in the comment box section of the site that I watched these shows on. And I saw somebody say that um, it's kind of sad that that they weren't original with this and that they stole their own idea. Is it because they kept saying it's morphing time? Uh, Or is that common in Sentai shows? No. Like, part of this, too, is that, like, um, this season, like, wanted to be, like, more mature and, like, have, like, toys for, like, older kids, like, but also wanted, like, to reference Power Rangers, like, more than Sentai usually did, which is why, like, their morphers said, like, it's morphing time. And uh, the, like, giant robots for the bad guys are also called Megazords, too. Yeah. And, like, the only thing I could super think of, but this is the first, there's been more than, like, a one-off joke basically towards power rangers okay because i i saw the comparison but when they call it like a ripoff i'm like whoa that's a little bit too far i don't really see power rangers when i watch this other than you know being in the same genre of the type of show what do you think um after watching first show going to um what they made from it brandon um it was pretty interesting uh the the origin stories are pretty <laughs> are wildly different for the most part and I, I saw where this one was trying to be a little more like young adult versus like kid. I could see that thing carrying over from it too. So, uh, like overall, again, the production value wasn't bad. The serpent guy they're fighting looks absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. They should have kept with the red <laughs> skull guy for sure. Um, I don't, I'm kind of, I think I like the buddy roids a little bit better in the American version. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, I don't know. They're just a little too wacky in the damn uh, Japanese version. Like, the gorilla space <laughs> never spun in the American version, which I appreciated. Yeah, he was a little too huggy, but you know, mm-hmm. everybody's got their thing, I guess. But oh no, I was gonna, I was just gonna say their their weaknesses in this one are absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. The one guy has cheetah DNA and he freezes every time he sees a dog and not just a live dog, a picture of a dog. All Vitrox has to do is go to the shelter yeah. and he's got that guy hemmed up with no, you know what I mean? Like even in a Zoid, he's froze up. So I don't know about that one, man. That guy seems incredibly easy to take out of action. At least the one girl you got to like yeah. wear out of energy, I guess was her thing. Like, when she went down, she got shot with a laser. I was like, well, that's a pretty good weakness. For yeah, anyone. and then when the one guy yeah. overheated, he, like, turned crazy. I didn't really see that in the Goldbusters version. He just kind of, like, kind of, like, almost shut down, like, overheat like that. But this guy is, went into a rampage. I guess he was trying to express that he's part gorilla. I guess that's what they're going for. That happens, I think, in the Japanese yes. version, just not in the episodes, like, that we've seen so far, I think. Okay, that makes sense. I've also got to ask, where the hell is the mayor he after did. the opening sequence? <laughs> yeah, he's taking out. 
Yeah, it's like that kid's dad, and you never see him again. Yeah, so James, did you finish weird. this series, or you only watched two of the episodes like we did? Uh, for Power Rangers or for Go Busters? Power Rangers, because I have a question. So, here's the thing. Um, I didn't finish it for Power Rangers, though. Uh, I just want to know if the, the kid's dad found out that he was a Power Ranger. You don't know? Uh, it must happen. It must happen, yeah, you know? I feel like it's, it's guaranteed to happen. He's going to be like, I'm so proud of you, son, you did it. Because <laughs> he's pretty much calling this kid a piece of shit. <laughs> like, you need to play those video games. You don't need to do, learn karate. You need to make something of yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he really was coming down yeah. on him pretty hard. Like, personally, like, I think that um, he must find out, but, like, it's weird that they would have to be a secret from the mayor who's presumably funding them. That that seems weird to me. Mm-hmm. So one thing um, that um, gets knocked on, like, a lot for Power Rangers is um, how closely they stick to the um, plots from Sentai. What do we think of that here? Because, like, um, one year they had like a Sentai show that was like a um, samurai, and then like they just um had like the main character when it became Power Rangers, like his name was Jaden, but he was like Japanese royalty still or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah. <clears throat> That's one thing I was gonna say is that I'm glad Power Rangers seems to have moved away from like tying their Power Ranger color to whatever mm-hmm. ethnicity they were. So good do on that one right off the bat. Also, can we talk about yeah. the theme songs? Because one of them's pretty good and then the other one is whack. <laughs> Guess which one is which? <laughs> you know, the American version of yeah. the theme song is terrible. But in their defense, they don't have a dance off at the end of their <laughs> shows either. So I guess it's a Yeah, give that's a common a occurrence with uh I always skip that shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I love doing these pods, but I just can't watch that shit. I just can't do it. <laughs> I try to sit through it and enjoy it, but it's I so cringeworthy. I'm like, ah, nah. I can't go from watching you kick some ass to watching you do a dance off at the end. I just can't do it. Though to be fair, um, for GoBusters, I think their dance off is a lot more understated than like it like happens for like yeah, ten seconds sure. and then it's like yeah, an anime sure. like closing compared to like last week, for example, like in like Kira Major. Oh my god! And then the one we're going to talk about later. Oh god. But yeah, you said the comparisons between these two. Um, other than you know the the suits, uh, the buddies, um, the quirks. I keep calling it quirks. The weak points. Um, I would say they're. I would say like mildly different. Um, I do like that the American version just kind of went like the clean energy approach versus uh, you know Go Buses was more like just overall energy and supplying the city. I do like how they switched it up to that. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like they kind of went a, a different route than uh, what they did with Goldbusters. So I guess that's a plus. They didn't do like an identical ripoff because their origin story is completely different. You have like, you know, kids that were in a, you know, life threatening situation together that became the Rangers or the Busters. And then you have three kids that pretty much never met each other until this day. And then they ended up being the Rangers. So that was pretty cool. At least those two security guards weren't Rangers. I would have flipped. Oh, my God. I'm like, they're trying to be bulk and skull. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're not relief. funny, though. I did like how they called back to the. Yeah, that's when I, I'm glad you brought it up, Brandon. So, um, that was my first time hearing that, uh, you know, they're all tied together. I've been out of touch with Power Rangers for, for a long time now. And I thought, like, as seasons go on, they kind of phase out memories of older Rangers. So, do they keep, is that all this, like, continuity or. So, I'm not a regular watcher of Power Rangers after, like, I like stopped as a kid, but the answer is yes. They definitely do like have like um here's like the Black Ranger 
from like Mighty Morphin back for like an episode, and here's like this like cool crossover. So like there is actually a lot more continuity consistently in Power Rangers than like in like a lot of other shows. Like they'll have like like I think uh next week Jason's back on, and they have like all of the like Power Rangers that were on teams that had dinosaurs like back. Okay. Cause I'm not gonna lie, I kind of like lit up when she said cool, Rita Rapunzel. I was like, oh, I kind of like sat up, like kind of like got me ready for anything. But uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Brandon. What I don't know, there was a couple, there was a couple of like petty gripes that I had, like when the kid goes to take a picture of his dad's like uh, <laughs> security card. Why do you got the shutter sound on your phone yeah. on? You know what I mean, <laughs> like. You're not slick. Then he gets caught, and that kid just walks right in, uses his credentials, yeah, and just walks around wherever work. he wants. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. That was and that one girl got jackrabbit DNA. Man, she got screwed. You know, the one dude's a cougar or a cheetah, and the other guy is a damn gorilla. Let's uh, let's talk rabbit. about the the scientist kid for a second. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> yeah, Nate. So one of my one of my most funniest part of the episode was when he was like we talked about earlier like pretty much giving exposition of the weak points yeah he's like trying to figure it out he has like his finger to his head he was like so when he saw this picture of this dog he kind of froze so he's his weakness is his dogs uh he's really need something you should eat a carrot and then when he got to the blue ranger um you overheated so you just need to not overheat again (laughs) yeah it was just it was just kind of like yada yada blue ranger i thought that's pretty funny yeah, he completely <laughs> glossed over him. He's just like, uh, yeah. try not to get as mad, I guess. I kind of liked uh, uh, the um one character for um for Devin the Red Ranger. Like, he seemed like a perfectly like fine character. Like for the most part, like compared to the rest of the cast, like I liked him a lot. Yeah, me too. Especially the episode yeah, when they were trying cool. to figure out who's going to be the uh, captain of the uh, the Rangers, and then you had the entitled kid. Uh, the Blue Ranger was like, yeah, my mom's gonna... She's like, oh, your mom's gonna pick you, huh? She's like, I've been training for this my whole life. And then, I don't know why the fuck Zoe thought she should be the leader. Like, bitch, you're doing laundry. Like, chill out. Like, you, you're not in the field. <laughs> we haven't even seen you throw a punch yet. So, I'm glad that... Uh, my question is... No, I, I, was, I was sorry, done. ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, my question would be, uh, did the Red Ranger already know how to drive that motorcycle, or is that a power <laughs> you get when you become a Power Ranger? simulator. Like, uh-huh. Like in Go Busters, in Go Busters, yeah. the guy has the motorcycle already, so he's been riding it. But right. in Beast Morphers, this kid ain't got no motorcycle that I know of. Then all of a sudden, he's like back flipping onto it and like popping a wheelie. I'm like, dude, when yeah, did that you must learn come to do with that? The, once you become a ranger, you automatically learn that personally. <laughs> and they have the most exciting day ever. Like they get powers realize they got powers and then the next episode they're like jumping into their yeah Zoids that was all in a like, bunch of like stuff <laughs> again yeah and again no parental supervision for two out you know two out of three of the kids it's i don't know it's wild it makes more sense like um but for go busters since they were like yeah like made orphaned. special by being saved from danger which is why they're like rangers versus like uh your teens i guess yeah, and the yellow and the blue ranger are like already in action when the show started. And then I believe the red ranger alluded to like being part of the program and he left it because his sister didn't want him to do it anymore or something like that. So they explained a lot better like how they know how to fight and how they know how to operate these uh, things for the Zoids. One of my favorite lines from uh, Beast Morphers was that girl turned, yeah, the yellow ranger turns to the blue ranger when they're about to get 
mutated with beast particles. And she's like, are you nervous? I'm like, man, yeah, I'm nervous. You know, I'm scared out of my mind. I'm about to get yeah. turned into a Even gorilla. Even though I fucking hated the, uh, the yeah. Blaze character, his suit was sick. I did like his suit a lot. That was pretty much fire. That was so clean. Oh, hell yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, and the other uh, golem or whatever they called it. The yeah, yellow I like the evil twin version. Too. She looked like a And they're going to call this motherfucker evil twin. Yeah. He was already evil. Like, how how do you get more evil? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like he was <laughs> a saint eviler. before he turned into a dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> so his suit was um like the suit of the final villain of, of like GoBusters. It was the like dark red. Oh, so they brought him here early then. Yeah, which is kind of weird to me, but hey, two things that like I really liked about like the Power Rangers though is one, um, that main cast. I was like, oh wow, like in your like Free Ranger team, there's one White Ranger, and also like uh, they were actually doing like fights not in their suits too, which is like a tradition now. Was like really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they all looked like they pretty much knew what they were doing for the most part. You know, like none of them looked super awkward or anything. So you know that was a plus. I will say one thing. Uh, a, I love the damn uh, flaming sword Voltron. Oh, cut yeah. Him, that is so cut fire. the enemy at oh, the end. God. Man, he goes in like a damn samurai that one time, I think in the uh, Go Busters version and gives him like the yes, down to up sliding yes, slash that you see all the time. And I was like, man, go <laughs> dog, it's your birthday. I was, I was yeah. loving that one. We didn't even yeah. talk about the Zora fight yet. They're so good. So good. Oh, yeah. The, the other thing I want to say is that, dude, that one with the flamethrower had to have killed so many damn people. <laughs> that whole city yeah. was ridiculously on fire. I was like, there ain't no I way. I like how they like pan to the, one. you know, to the city when it were like people were like running around. I did like that a lot. I also liked how they kind of showed the time in a corner. I don't know what it was about it, but it kind of gave you like a sense yeah. of everything taking place at this moment. So. I did like how they had that in the little bottom right hand corner. And how the city has a special ramp just for like his like car zord to go through. <laughs> I love that. That's so dumb. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet there was some taxpayers being like, We're building a <laughs> ramp for what? What's the Zord? Like God, why don't we shit me? Yeah. <laughs> a giant race car needs a ramp? Why? And like we didn't even talk about like so this was like the first time we they saw these Zords, I'm assuming. Yeah. And they weren't really like what are like pointing or anything. They were just like running for their lives. Like, they probably didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna have to point second run for my <laughs> life first. You know, there was some giant craters in this. Like, street. wait a minute, was that three <laughs> Zords? And do the other two not? Change yeah, I was gonna ask James that too. Like, the, the car turns into the turns into the badass robot, but I don't think you ever see the other two. No, no. Well, you do in. Beast Morphers, I think. I think in Beast Morphers, the uh, yellow helicopter-looking thing for the rabbit, for some reason, actually does turn into a rabbit because I remember it like rabbit kicking off of one thing. So, but I don't think it does in Ghostbusters. I think the only time you see the other two is the ones still a truck, and then the ones just the helicopters. One problem that like a lot of people have with Sentai is that like they introduce a lot of toys and like too many. Like they'll have like seventeen like different zords by the end of like a season and most of them like are just like different pieces like i think in this show um like in go busters they only ever had six different zords so like they spend their time like bringing them out and like i think that they don't actually combine until like episode seven or eight and they spend like 
the next like six or, or like what have you like episodes like showing them off like one by one before they actually like come together yeah you know, i also like, forgot that uh to mention like i, I kind of like how they fought the the uh the the, the evil zords outside of the um zords mm-hmm. they kind of fought them in person before they transformed i kind of like that too yeah, I thought that was an interesting take. They they fight like the smaller version, and then once they beat them, that's what like the countdown is is to like till they go, I guess, bigify and then turn into the Megazords. But yeah, I'm with you. That was a mm-hmm. interesting twist for sure. I thought if they defeat it before the time runs out, that it won't come. But it came in anyway in the second episode. So I'm like, okay, I guess they got to defeat both. It's cool because there's like that like clock, and like if you're like currently fighting and like you all need to be there then there's nobody there for like the giant form which is like a cool way to like um like have them have to like make choices and like split up and that's like more fun than just killing it and then it comes back like big you know yeah it raises the stakes and uh suspense <clears throat> sorry the suspense as well one thing here is that uh in the past shows that we've watched um we've kind of noticed that it, it's a little like hyper focused on the red ranger doing everything and it did not feel like these shows had that problem. Like, yes, like he had slightly cooler gear, but also like they all felt important and like relevant to what was going on. Yeah, I feel you. I think that everybody had like enough of the load to share, you know, that it didn't like it. It didn't really seem like it focused too heavy on the Red Ranger. You're right. You know, like the ancillary can- characters at least get some get an equal amount of airtime per se. Any closing thoughts, everyone? Uh Goldbusters is really good. Uh, um, it's probably a show that I would continue watching. Um, not so much for Beast Morphers. <laughs> I kind of, kind of have had enough for that. Not saying it was bad. It's just not for me. But uh, you know, Goldbusters being more mature, more down to earth, grounded, right up my alley. Uh, yeah, Goldbusters. Goldbusters was it was a fun watch. You know, um, it's probably you know pretty cool for young adults. And then Beast Morphers. Uh. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was. It was a pretty fun watch. It had. It had a couple of jank things to it. Like yeah. I said, the theme song is whack, but the acting wasn't terrible. The plot. The plot wasn't bad. You know, I've seen more ridiculous stuff. You could be watching. So overall, I mean, yeah, check it out if you got. You know, if, if you got a minute, don't break any appointments. But you know, if you got a free some free time, yeah, check them out. They're not my terrible. favorite thing. Um, like here is getting to see how like the two different cultures like look at making not just like tv but like tv for kids and like what that means like i like seeing like how that gets translated a lot and like it's like uh just cool that like even with having to be much more of that like nickelodeon style like compared the more serious um like gobusters like it just still felt like they were able to make it work like and like i like would honestly like probably be more open to watching power rangers like if i knew they were like more like this personally yeah man did you guys see that one uh, internet video clip you had to of, of the uh, Power Rangers, like the Dark yeah. Ranger? Oh, that was like amazing. short film they did. Man, I would have stepped over my mom to that watch that. Amazing. That thing looked awesome. You know, they'd have had Hell my yeah. money for sure on that. That had like James Vanderbeek as like Tommy in it or something wild like that. Yes. Yeah. And it had. Uh, God, who was the Pink Ranger? She was somebody fairly famous, I thought. That was Katie Sakioff from, like, Battlestar? Okay, yeah, that's it. I knew that she had been in something pretty big. Why did I know that? Yeah, man, like, that was, it was, it had a good cast, and the effects were dope, and like I said, I'd have totally been in all in on that. Yeah, and, like, that's just, um, 
I'd like to see what they do if they take like another shot at like a Hollywood movie because like we recently watched that and it was all right, but it was also kind of like weird and and not really sure what it wanted to be. Well, they have the new one they're uh, remaking. Remember we discussed it a couple months ago. Oh yeah, like the '90s one. Yeah, we weren't really too into the plot, but hopefully they you know hit the drawing boards. I wish they'd make a Voltron live action. And I, I wish they'd make Go Lion actually live action. Have y'all seen Go Lion, the Japanese version of uh, no, I never heard of Go Lion. Voltron. Oh man, it's wild. It's just it's just like they did like here, you know. But the Go Lion version of Voltron is so much oh, wow. more violent. And like the oh man, the opening intro is totally jacked up because uh, you find like two out of the three of the guys are in a uh, like a gladiator ring and they're gladiators and it come to find out that uh, they're having to like eat oh. the people who lose in the ring and stuff. Damn. Dude, it is way way darker than the American you might have to do version. a pot on this. It's jacked up and when they go and yeah, when they go and kill those monsters, man, they are just like totally chopping their heads off and stuff. Like in Voltron they kind of shifted the camera away, but in the Go Line version, he just slices and dices. It's it's jarring when you first see it because you remember it one way as a kid and then you watch it this way and you're like, man, we missed out on all the so good stuff. Was Voltron it's, an it's adaptation wild. of Goline or? Oh, I never yeah, did. They brought, they brought Goline over. Yeah, and they made it into Voltron, but it was heavily edited for American oh. audiences. You know what I mean? So like, I'm definitely checking stuff, this out. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that America saw, like the they cut a lot of it out. Oh yeah, check it out, man. It's worth checking out. It's, it's weren't there, that's awesome. Um two different shows that got turned into like season two and three of like Voltron that were like entirely separate too. Uh, I think that was uh when they had vehicle Voltron. Yes. Yeah, they totally jumped the shark on that one. You know, I can't get down with vehicle Voltron. My buddies he'll defend vehicle Voltron until he's <laughs> blue in the face. I can't do it though. I just want original line Voltron. There was also one they had that was made out of like three robots. And then, the, like, the way I think they explained it was, like, they were on three, it was, like, in the same universe, but in three separate, like, solar okay. systems or something like that. And then I think our version defended, like, the inside, and then it kind of worked its way out, I think. It's something similar to that. But, yeah, they had Vehicle Voltron and then one other version, but I don't. I don't truck with them. It's either five lines or nothing. <laughs> That's fair. <for> me. <laughs> Where can they find you, Brandon? Oh, uh, you can find us wherever uh podcasts are listened to google play apple spotify we you can find us on uh facebook at uh under the tokyo black podcast um we're on twitter at tokyo black pod i'm not i do the twitter i'm not big on twitter but i'm trying to get a little bit better so you know if you follow us then hopefully i'll be posting more stuff um uh, other outside of that we did have a phone number you can call but nobody called it so they shut us down womp womp so we got to get a new number. Oh, you can reach us at uh, TokyoBlackHour at gmail.com as well. All right. And James? You can find me at PopcornNet on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find me at James Forge on Twitter in the podcast at Come Ride With Me, ComeRideWithMe.com. And uh, podcast at ComeRideWithMe.com is the email. And uh, so, Brandon, one thing we do every week is we consider uh, what is an appropriate crime you should do a while watching these episodes an appropriate crime <laughs> yeah like breaking and entering them? catfishing oh uh man i would probably go down to the old <laughs> dispensary and see 
<laughs> see what strain you can grab if you're going to watch some of these because that would be the that would be the way to do it you know so legality is dependent on where you live i guess so but i would just definitely like beast suggest, you would play yes yes that is correct what, what oh man what was their damn catchphrase unleash the beast that's what it was gatorade ass power rangers all right <laughs> we'll see you all the next week get out of here thank you thank you brandon take it easy Oh, thanks for having me, fellas.